0: Well, the interesting thing is that you're on the journey whether you know it or not. Most people in the world are doing this same journey unconsciously. You've chosen to do it consciously, to do it with awareness, to participate in the process in such a way as to speed things up and to free you from this creation. But is that why you're doing this, to get free of this creation? Or is there something else moving you, motivating you, pulling at you to do this? That's what you have to find out. I asked somebody a few years ago, why do you want to do this pathway? And she said, I don't know. It really is strange. There's so many other things out there in the world that I really want to do, but I'm not doing it. And yet there's this pathway which I really don't understand, and I really don't know what it's going to do for me, and I don't know why I'm so pulled to do it, but I want to do it. And I said, then that's the one to do. And she started meditating, she got initiated. And in a period of time, she began to have some inner experiences. And some of them she really liked. They were wonderful. And some of them she didn't like so well. And she kind of complained about those. But then one day she called me and she said, You know what? Now I know I want to do this path. Before, I didn't know if I wanted to do it or something else Outside of me or inside of me that I didn't know wanted this. But now I know it's me that wants it. And she says, I don't know my soul yet, not really, but I know that there's something that is overshadowing me that is me. I've always thought that I was the body and the mind and all this of the world. But now I know that if I can really let go of all that, there's something greater that is above me. And that's me. That's the true me, the real me. And that's what I want to get to know. And she said, so I now have somewhat of an experience that answers why I wanted to do this pathway a few years ago. Now I know that this is the true pathway for me. And that's why meditation is so important, so that we can have our own experience. You're not doing it because Brian or I say something or that other people stand up and question and answer and share and have you feel motivated for the moment. Oh, I want that, I want that, I've got to get that. This is about you having your own experience so that you know the truth for yourself just as we share our own experience and truth just as Brian did a moment ago. You may never experience going into the grave, being closed up in a coffin and being buried. Hopefully when that happens... You won't be in the body to hear it or know it or see it or feel it. But we all have our experiences inside that lead us into greater freedom, greater liberation of letting go more and more of this world. But remember, when you let go of something, there's something to take a hold of, to move toward, to, to live into in another way. As my mother always said, when one door closes, another one opens. And that's true. When something comes to an end here for ourselves, there's always what's next. There's always the next experience the next lesson, the next opportunity to move into. And you have to be willing to go, to move forward. And a lot of people in this world are not. I know a lot of people that have stayed stuck for most of their life, if not all of their life. Even though right in front of them, there is another door open that they could walk through they are too stubborn, too angry, too fearful, or too whatever to move forward and find out what's through that door. And that's what this pathway is really about, is getting here to the 10th door, the door that leads into spirit. All the openings of the body except for this door, lead back into the world. But this door, if we go through it, leads us back into our true nature, into our true home, which is soul and spirit. And so we have to have the courage to keep stepping forward. And you know what that courage really is? It's love. It's the loving. It's the trust. And the want. The soul wants to get home. It wants to return back to the realms of spirit and to God from which it came. It's lonely here. It's a very, very lonely place for the soul to be because there's nothing that the soul can relate to and say, this is a part of me. This is the truth of me. It's not here. That's found in soul, in spirit, and in God. I remember when I had just gotten out of high school, and I was with some friends, and we were at a bookstore. And I was walking around, looking around at different books, and They were all trying to buy this or that. I had just gotten into a group that was doing meditation and psychic development and all this, and so we were going to the bookstore to get the books to learn from. And I'm walking around, and I'm not really interested in any of them, really, but I find a book, and it's the title that draws my attention. And the title was A stranger in a strange land. Ooh, ooh, that's me. (laughs) I'm a stranger here. Everybody else seems to fit in and do the world and really get excited about it and enjoy it and, and can't get enough. And I'm looking around going, no, no, not interested, doesn't feel right. I'm a stranger in a strange land. And I thought, gosh, there must be somebody else out there that knows what I feel and what I'm, I'm going through. Well, I bought the book, but I never read it. <laughs> but I have it somewhere in my boxes at home. But I've kept it because it reminds me, it's a constant reminder that, yes, I am a stranger here. This isn't my home. This isn't the place I want to be. I'm here for other reasons. Those reasons are not for me to learn from this world, to get the lessons that the world has to offer me. I'm here for a different reason as a stranger in a strange land, to help others to get free. That's what Brian and I are here doing. We are doing what we can to share from our own experience, both inward and outward, so that you can begin to free yourself of this land, of this creation, and to begin to know the greater truth of who you are and to allow that stirring inside of you to really get directed in its rightful position of action which is returning home to God. We all have a stirring. Everybody in this world has a stirring, a desire, a need, a want. And they're chasing after it. All of us, we're chasing after it. But for some reason, you have now turned around and started going in a different direction than most people You're looking for the answer inside, not outside anymore. You're looking for the answer inside yourself, and you're beginning to find the answer. And what is the answer? Well, let's get the envelope and open it up and see. It's a very simple answer. You are soul, and your soul wants to go back to its point of origin, which is God. And you, through all your experiences, not just in this lifetime, but others as well, have come to realize that this isn't where your soul calls home. Your mind does, your body does, every part of your physical being does, Wow, this is home. What are you talking about? There's no place like home. And your body wants to stay here. And your body wants to participate and do everything again and again and again. I know we did that in the last lifetime, but let's do it again. That was so much fun. I remember one time when I was maybe 10, 12 years old. I went out of body one night and I was traveling and all of a sudden I found myself in a desert. And these people that lived in the desert, this tribe, invited me to come in and participate with them. And I did and I was sharing them about who I am and what my life is like, and they were sharing with me, and I was getting to see how they survived in the desert. And it was time for dinner, and they invited me to come and sit down and partake, and I began to eat the meal with them. And I took a bite of the lamb, And it was absolutely the best thing I've ever tasted. Ever. And I remember when I got back in my body, the first thing I wanted to do was find out how to get that lamb. And I tried to get my mom to make lamb over and over. We tried different recipes, she looked them all up. I wanted that taste and we never could find it. And my mom said, you know, you're gonna to have to go somewhere else to get that lamb. I can't do it. I cannot figure out what you want. You can't tell me what it's supposed to taste like, and I'm tired of lamb, and I'm not fixing it for a while, so just get over it. So every time when I grew up and I was out, you know, working, going out to eat with friends, Anywhere I could get lamb, that's where we would go, because I knew somewhere I was going to find it. Well, I never have found it, never have found it. And then I realized, well, wait a minute, that was in the astral realm. That wasn't here. So stop trying to find it in the physical if it's not here in the physical, We're trying to find God. We're trying to find the spiritual home in the physical. And you're never going to find it. You can come close. I've been in places in the middle of a forest or sitting next to a spring of water coming up out of the ground and beginning a river. I've been at places near the ocean just where it's all so quiet and you can just hear... The waves coming in and out, but nothing else. And to me, some of those have been a spiritual experience. But they don't last. They're just in the moment. And you can't get up and take it with you. And you can't stay there all of your life just trying to hold on to something. So the key is, is how do we find that where we can take that with us wherever we go? The only way to do that is to go inside and find that for yourself inside. Because that you can take anywhere, anytime, and that you can always look to to go back into and live in even while you're on a bus or a train, or a plane, or walking down the street, or in the middle of the day at work. All you have to do is for that moment just look inside, and there it is. And you can be in that even in the midst of the noise and the clamor of the day. So be aware, not everybody in the world is ever going to be here in this process that you're in today. It's not for everybody in the world. It's for those that are ready to return back to their true home. It's ready, it's here for you when you're ready to begin the process of waking up inside. We talk a lot about how we in the world, when we come into this world, we go to sleep to the truth and live the great dream. And that's what this is. This world is a dream. It's not real. But we've believed it to be so. And now it's time to wake up from that dream and find the truth, to find that which is true. If this is illusion and but a dream, Then what is true. The dream is all out here. It's focused out. And it pulls us out into the dream, into the illusion. So we have to let go of that focus and go inside to really discover the true. And that's what you do when you sit down in meditation. And in meditation, when you begin to wake up into that, there's peace, there's loving, there's quiet, there's joy, there's creativity. There's an enthusiasm for life that comes forward. Now, it's not the enthusiasm of, oh, wow, oh, my God, oh, my God, we've got to go do this. It's an enthusiasm of action of ever wanting to get up and do and take action in your life and fulfill that which is inside of you that wants to be fulfilled. And it may be in a creative action of going out and fulfilling and doing and creating for yourself, with others, or for others. And that enthusiasm is a motivation of action of ever doing, of being in action. Even when you're not doing anything physically, there's an action that can take place, such as in your meditation. That is the greatest action you can take. Yeah, but I'm not doing anything. My body is not moving. It's almost like I'm asleep. But really and truly, there's a greater action that can take place in the meditation than anything else you can do if you just give it the right focus. We're coming into a period of Passover and Easter now. These are times to remember what this pathway is really all about. It's about liberating the soul from this creation and giving it An opportunity to live in its true home once again. That's what the story of Passover is about, and that's what the story of Easter and the crucifixion and the resurrection is about. So go home and read about the Passover story, go home and read about the Easter story. And see if you can find for yourself the true storyline about this pathway in the midst of what you read. Because it's there. It's there in brilliant color and great story. And you who are initiated and you who have the understanding of the tools of this pathway... You have the eyes to see and the ears to hear the story behind the story. Just as Jesus said, I teach in parables to the many, but to the few I speak the truth. Those that are ready to hear, I speak the truth. Those who are not ready to truly hear the truth, I speak in parables. Well, the stories that we find about Passover and Easter are the parable. And it's for us, the student of this pathway, the disciple on this pathway, to look and to see and to read and to hear and to discover the truth within that parable. It's amazing when you begin to see that in all these stories that are in the Bible about Job, about so many, that it's really about you and your journey on your path. And it's giving you guidance, it's giving you clarity, it's giving you understanding. And you have the tools of understanding. Because you have the Holy Spirit. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit brings forth clarity. Every day I ask that I be surrounded and filled with God's presence and loving, and that the grace and the compassion, the clarity and understanding and wisdom come forward and move in me and through me in such a way as I come greater awake and of greater service. That's important. Ask for the clarity. Ask for the understanding. Ask for the wisdom. Because ask and you shall receive. What are you asking for? What do you ask for every day? Pay attention and see. If you ask in the right way, if you ask for those things that serve you and the soul and its liberation, it will be given. And it will be given abundantly. But you also have to give time for that to come into your consciousness and manifest. That time is the meditation. That time is the opportunity for God to really give those gifts and for you to begin to perceive and understand and receive. And I'll share with you a little bit of what I had in meditation and then we'll call it done, I think. Maybe. Um, So again, I was walking in the desert That's what brought up the lamb. (laughs) Because I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to go find the lamb again. (laughs) So I'm walking in the desert, and all of a sudden I see three people. And one is buried in the sand up to their knees, and one is buried in the sand up to their waist, and one up to the middle of their chest. And I walk over and I say, what are you guys doing? What's going on? And they say, we're stuck. We're stuck and we can't get out. And I realized that they're in quicksand. And the one buried up to his knees said, I keep telling them to stop struggling because the more you struggle, the more you go deeper in. And so the one... That was buried up to his waist said, Okay, I got the message. And I'm not struggling anymore. And I'm not sinking anymore. But I can't get out. And the other one who was buried up to his chest was still struggling, trying to get out. And the more he struggled, the more he went down. And so I said, How can you get yourselves out of this? Even if you don't struggle how are you going to get yourself out of this? And the one who had talked about not struggling said, I don't even know, but I just know if I don't struggle, I'm not going to go deeper. And I said, you know, there's one way to get out of this, and I know it works, because I've been there myself. And that is, ask for God to throw you a rope. God will do it if you ask, but if you don't ask, it doesn't happen. And so the one that had stopped struggling and knew not to struggle started asking God for the rope. You know, God, throw us a rope. We've got to have a way to get out of here. And so all of a sudden, three ropes fell from the sky, just hanging there waiting for them to take hold. One took hold, the one that had been not struggling too much. He took hold immediately of the rope, and the rope began to pull him up. God, on the other side, was pulling him up. The one that was buried to his waist, he was looking at the rope, It was right there in front of him, and he even reached out and touched it, but he didn't take hold of it right away. And the other one, who was buried up to the middle of his chest, he just kept looking at the rope and said, how do I know who's on the other end of that rope? They might do something to cause me to go down deeper. I'm not going to take a chance and they wouldn't take a hold of the rope. The first one, buried up to his knees, was pulled out pretty quickly. Well, then the second one got a hold of the rope because he realized, well, if that worked for him, I need to get out fast, let me get out. It was a little bit more of a struggle, but he finally got out. You know why it was more of a struggle? Because he was trying to help God. He was trying to tell God how to do it. And he was trying to pull himself out. He says, no, 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 I can do it. And he was trying to, through his own strength, get himself out of the quicksand. Until finally he realized he couldn't do it. He wasn't strong enough. And so he just stopped and held on to the rope and God lifted him out and got into safe ground. And the third person, nope, don't trust it. Not going to do it. I don't believe this is true. There's, a go- There's something behind this that's going to hurt me. And he sank into the sand. Well, this pathway is about that rope. God has thrown you a rope. And you've taken a hold of it. And God is lifting you out of this quicksand. Are you struggling? Are you trying to do a lot of the work yourself? Or are you letting God do it for you, with you? Stop struggling if you're struggling. There's no need for that. Just be quiet in your meditations. And let God do what God knows to do. God knows how to do it. He knows the right move. He knows the right action. He knows where you need to really be. Yeah, 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 but I, I, I want, all right, then you get what you want. Let's see if that works for you. Let go of your wants, your needs, your desires, or anything that stands between you and God, and let God do it for you, and with you. And let yourself participate with God by just relaxing into God's loving and letting the loving do it all. The loving will do it all. That's what the meditation is about. To love God and to allow God's loving to love you. It's the loving that does it. Because you get into that river of loving, you get into that current And it carries you where you really need to be. It brings you to the right place at the right time. Relax into that river of loving and just let the current carry you. And it'll be wonderful. It'll be perfect. And it'll be in the right manner in the right time. The more you struggle, the more you try to tell God how it's supposed to be. The more you say, well, I'll do it myself. Just wait a minute. Let me do it. I can do it. The longer it's going to take. I would like to see this, really, this pathway to really work for you in this lifetime. And to get complete with it, even while you're in the body and have conscious knowing of it. That's meditation. That's where you're going to have the inner experience of the knowing of this. I have seen people who get initiated and do very little meditation and they have to leave the body permanently by death in order to begin to realize the pathway and the importance and to participate finally in it. And they do get liberated. It just takes a little longer. Do the work now. The work is being still and get to know God. Be still and know that I am God. And put your loving into all of it. And it'll happen. It is happening. For many of you, you know that. And for some of you, you're still hoping for that. And that's okay. Hope, wish, dream. But also do. Do the meditation. Do the interaction. And do let go and let God. Let go of your willfulness. Because your body will is not about what God's will is, it has a desire and a direction of its own. And it's not really the direction or the desire of the soul. It's of the mind and the emotions and the body. So let go and let God sit every day, chant every day, be with God every day, and wake up every day into the truth of who you really are. For you are a child of God. You are divine. You are loving. You are the living, loving essence of the Lord. Let yourself come into the knowing of that and to live into that and to be the truth of who you really are.